You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. Amen. If you have your Bibles, come with me to the book of Psalm, chapter number 22, verse 3. I want to speak to you this evening on the subject of praise that precedes manifestation. Praise that precedes manifestation. Psalms chapter number 22 verse 3 says this. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praises of his people. If God had to have an address, it would have been called praise. Uh, He inhabits, he lives, he, he resides, he abides, he takes a permanent residence in the praises of his people. So God doesn't only live in the bay, no, God lives wherever he's praised. So if he's praised at your house, that's where he lives. If he's praised at your business, that's where he lives. If, he, if he's praised in your neighborhood, that's where he lives. God inhabits the praises of his people. So the address of God is praise. Um, The book of Psalm chapter number 16 verse 11 says, In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. I really believe with all my heart that praise is the antidote for sadness and depression. That if you came here tonight and you're sad and you're struggling with some form of depression, you can praise your way out tonight. Psalms chapter number 8 verse 2 says this, And you have built a stronghold by the songs of children. Strength rises up with the chorus of infants. This kind of praise has the power to shut the enemy's mouth. Ah. You see, the reason why the enemy wants to silence our praise It's because our praise has the power to silence the enemy. Uh, If you you want the enemy to have no voice in your life, you have to learn how to praise. Uh, If you want the enemy to shut up in your business, to shut up in your marriage, to shut up wherever you are with your children, you have to praise. I don't know if I'm in the right company tonight. Because I came ready to praise God tonight. I came ready to give God everything tonight. I'm not leaving this place until I've given God everything. The book of Psalms chapter number 34 verse 1 in the Passion Translation of the Bible. Lord, I am bursting with joy over what you've done for me. My lips are full of, listen very carefully, perpetual, never-ending praise. Uh, If I look at the word perpetual, it means never-ending. It means continuous. Met ander woorde, dit hang nie af van my omstandighede nie. Ek bly die Heere praise. So my circumstances don't stop my praise. As a matter of fact, when the enemy pulls up against me, it fuels my praise. It encourages my praise. I will continually praise God. My praise for God is perpetual. It's, it's perpetual. It's perpetual. Hebrews, Hebrews 13 verse 15 says this. Through him therefore let us at all times. How many times? So Apostle Estoras, what does all mean? 
Why? Because that's what all means. So if all times, does it mean when I've lost my job? Does it mean when I have symptoms? Does it mean when my business is not doing so well? At all times, you know what? It doesn't matter what we go through. Our God is always the same. And so circumstances might change and sometimes things might not look good. But I can tell you right now, maybe you come to church at some point and say that was a bad service. That was not. No, God has never had a bad service. God has never had an off day. God has never. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but as long as you know God at all times. Offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. Now, it wouldn't be called a sacrifice if it was easy all the time. Uh, I'm preaching to the real preachers, to the real praises now. You know that when you see in the natural, there's no reason. Yet I will praise Him. I, I might not see the evidence of the healing yet, but I will praise Him. I might not have signed for the contract yet, but I will praise Him. I'm just looking for three Pentecostal people that can agree with me tonight. I might not have lived or walked in the house, but I'll praise Him for it anyway. I might not have found my spouse yet, but I'm praising for it anyway. I might not have had my debt paid off yet, but I'll praise Him anyway. I might not have seen reconciliation in my family yet, but I'll praise him anyway. As a power man, I need to play what some of my can stem and some of my can say. Is, is there a praise coming from Haldeberg tonight, from the Bay Christian Family Church? So, so I will, I will, I will praise him. Uh, you see, my, my faith is connected to my praise. Uh, as a matter of fact, I would go as far to say that my praise is an expression of my faith. Uh, uh, I don't know about you, but when I, when I grew up in Fraserburg, I know about you because I'm the only one from Fraserburg. And so, so when I grew up in Fraserburg, Pastor Denny, we used to have the airplanes come over. But before I would look up to see them... I would hear something. Have you, have you ever been in a restaurant and suddenly the waiter drops a glass? For a second or a split second, there's quietness and everybody's attention is drawn to the sound of the glass dropping. Now, have anybody here ever seen a glass drop? Yes, but it was the sound. If you hear a car that has been modified or a motorbike that has a lot of sound, you first don't see it and then you say, oh, that's the sound. No, you first hear it. Uh, if you can get to a level in your faith, before you see or experience anything, you're already praising, you're already honoring, you're already lifting up a shout unto God, letting Him know, I know I'm healed, I know I'm delivered, I might not see it now, but I'm praising you anyway. I, I'm praising you anyway. Uh, 
Uh, this mask is not going to stop me tonight praising God. I'll praise through this mask. If you have your Bibles with you, Judges chapter number 6, verse 12. God, before he tells Gideon his assignment to deliver the Israelites from the Midianites, this is God's introduction to the instruction. Before he says what he needs to do, he first lets Gideon know who he is. Uh, because he's, uh, Gideon, you're not going to go if you don't know who you, eat, who you are. And so Judges chapter number 6 verse, verse 12 says the following. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you. Then it says this, You mighty man of valor. And so you mighty man, in the Hebrew is the word Gabor. It's the Strong's Concordance 1368. G-I-B-B-O-R. Gabor. And when you look up the meaning of Gabor, what God was saying to Gideon, because you remember what Gideon said afterwards. He said, but my clan is the smallest. I'm the least among my family. In other words, I don't qualify for this assignment. But before he ever had any excuses, God called him a Gabor. What is a Kabor? Literally what it means is Gideon, you are a gentleman in the flesh. But in the realm of the spirit, you are a barbarian. In other words, if you don't know what a barbarian is, he's a violent, uncivilized person in the realm of the spirit. People might look at you and think you're quiet and you hold back, but they don't know who you are in the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the spirit, you are a gabor. You are a gabor. You are a violent, uncivilized individual that has no time for the devil. Can I get a gabor praise from you? You, you see me and I look meek in the flesh and you think I'm just here and there. But if you knew who I was in the spirit, uh, I'm not anybody, no. When I begin to pray, when I begin to praise, when I begin to intercede, when I begin to warfare, things begin to happen in the realm of the spirit. Uh, I don't know who I'm preaching to. I'm looking for three people that can agree with me tonight uh, that I am a Gabor in the spirit. I am an uncivilized man in the spirit I am a violent man in the spirit so, so when I'm in the spirit I don't play games uh, I don't pray oh no 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 when I pray because I know somebody needs to get saved somebody needs to get delivered uh, so, so 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 I am a Gabor uh, you know uh, Stephen the first contract my business ever got as a massive, massive national business where they got the contract from. They have hundreds of stores all around South Africa. And so when I got the contract, I went to a bigger company that could help me and assist me in maintaining this type of level of work because I wanted to give them the best, the best service. So I took this company with me. 
They had all the trucks. They had all the bins. They had all the expertise. They had all the money. All I had was a contract that I haven't signed yet. And so I went there. They went with me. We discussed how we're going to collaborate and do this together. And then what happened is when we left, they made their own proposal. And they sent another proposal behind my back to the same company. And then somebody at the company called me and said, this company came with a better price. They have a better reputation. You don't even have a reputation because your business just started. Uh, they have all the trucks. They have all the expertise. But one thing they didn't count on is I had a Gabor spirit in me. I had a, I had a praise in me. Uh, so you can come with a better price. You can come with all the trucks. You can come with the expertise. My echo with the praise. Uh, echo with the praise and met my God. Uh, and guess what? I got that contract. I still have that contract. Uh, there's a few of you here tonight. Uh, you need to praise your contract loose. You need to praise it loose. They didn't know who they were dealing with. They saw a one-man show. But in the realm of the spirit, I was a barbarian. When they came with the best price and the best expertise and the best truck and their reputation, I came with a praise. I came with a radical praise. They don't know who you are. In the realm of the spirit. Can you need to hear a more praise here, man? Come on, give me praise like you weet that it's done. Come on, give me praise. Come on, give me... We, we didn't come tonight to leave empty-handed. No, no, no. If it's going to cost me my praise, that's what I'm going to sacrifice. But I'm leaving here with my breakthrough. I'm leaving here with my miracle. I'm done with all the setbacks. I'm done with all the failures. I'm done with all the disappointments. This is my night of divine manifestation through my praise. In I, didn't, I didn't come... To leave empty-handed. Uh, I, I came ready to praise. Uh, maybe you don't understand. Because maybe you're not as desperate as I am. But, but I have come to the knowledge. That if God doesn't do it. No man can do it for me. And so I have to praise. I want to very briefly. Because I see the worship team. is all the foot of uh, uh, hear me very clearly. I want to give you five examples of praise that preceded manifestation. When you and I go to the book of 2 Chronicles chapter number 20, and we read, the Bible says, the, the Meabites, the Menites, everybody that could bite, the Moabites, the Bites were on their way to, to, to King Jehoshaphat. And they were on their way to King Jehoshaphat. And history tells us that one of them were already bigger than Jehoshaphat and his clan. So this was three times the size. Jehoshaphat knew that I cannot win this battle in the natural. So he called a fast. And when he called the fast in verse 14, that 
ek in Afrikaans, I can't say it really in English family, toe gee die geest van die Heere, vir hom a wansinnige instruksie, in other words, he gave him a ridiculous instruction, he said to him, listen here Jehoshaphat, when you go to the battlefield, don't put the big guns in front, don't put the skilled fighters in front, don't put the guys with the muscle in front, no, this time when you go to the battlefield, Jehoshaphat, I need you to go with the leading of the worship team, as you praise me on your way to the battlefield, I will give you the victory, and that which the Lord told Jehoshaphat, he's telling you tonight, the battle is the Lord's, but the victory is ours, I came to preach to somebody, that if you give him a radical praise right now, God's going to give you the victory, he's going to take the fight out of the battle, and you're going to see the Your, your praise doesn't only bring normal victory. It brings victory with gold and with silver. The Bible says it took them three days to carry home the spoils of the victory. The second example is the following one. Judges, uh, Joshua chapter number six. Thank you. Joshua chapter number six. The Lord sent the people to go take uh, ownership of the promised land. When they got to the promised land, the very first city they had to take was a city called Jericho. For those of you that know, Jericho was heavily fortified. As a matter of fact, historians would tell us they used to have chariot races on the walls of Jericho because it was so thick. And then the Bible says that God gave them an instruction. He said, for the next six days, you walk around it one time. And on the seventh day, you walk around it seven times. And after you've completed the seventh cycle, all you have to do is open up your mouth and the wall will come down. This is not for everybody. This is just for seven of you. Everything that has been withholding you from taking ownership of the promises of God connected to your life. Tonight it's coming down in Jesus' name. God is rearranging, reorganizing everything. He's speaking to the judge right now. He's speaking to your boss right now. He's speaking to the people that's supposed to give you the contract right now. I came to preach to somebody tonight. Everything that has been withholding you from taking ownership of the promises of God for your life. Do this with me. It's coming down. It's, uh, it's coming down. Uh, it's coming down. And I'm not going to call the tractor. I'm not going to call them big machinery, no. The way I bring it down is with my praise. I just need to give a shout into the heavenlies. And my shout will dismantle the enemy piece by piece. Uh, example number three. 1 Kings chapter number 18 verse 41. The Bible says that the prophet Elijah, he said to King Ahab, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. I want to park the car here, pull up the handbrake and get out of the car and get on the roof of the car and make this prophetic declaration over your life. For you and your family, I declare that I hear the abundance 
abundance of rain. Your days of lack are over. No more lack, only abundance. But you have to hear me clearly. So when he gave this message, the Bible said that King Ahab got on his chariot. And he was on his way to Jezreel. He had a faster means of transportation. And he also had an Head start. But we van jullie weet as die hand van die Heere op iemand kom. So in the meantime, while Ahab had a head start, while Ahab had the chariot, the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and he outran Ahab to Jezreel. I'm just looking for five of you, but there's a spirit of acceleration coming to this house. There's a spirit of acceleration coming to your business. I declare that jy gaan a spoedige, a vinnige, a skillike, a onmiddellike, a versnellende manifestaties in van Godse beloftes in jou leven. So I release over your life the spirit of acceleration. Let me tell you a little bit of a story. My business Matthew is only three years old and there's another company in Cape Town. They've been doing this for 30 years, Pastor Sam. They are doing 1,000 tons of carton. Guess what? After three years, what they have done in 30 years, I'm also doing 1,000 ton of carton. Van die hand van die jirre is op my lewe. I came to tell somebody tonight that the hand of the Lord is on your life. It's on your business. And what would have taken you 10 years will take you one year. What would have taken you one year will take you one month. What would have taken you one month will take you one week. What would have taken you one week will take you one day. What would have taken you one day will take you one hour. What would have taken you one hour will take you one minute. What would have taken you one minute will take you one second. And what would have taken you one second will take you one millisecond. Because the spirit of X. You're saying what's happening here in the bay tonight. No, we came for this. We, 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 we are done with the enemy. We are Gabor tonight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Example number four, it says this, Luke chapter number 11, excuse me, Luke chapter number 17 from a verse 11 to verse 19. The Bible says Jesus encountered these 10 lepers and they said, Jesus have mercy on us, heal us. And Jesus said to them, well, go show yourself to the priest. And so all 10 left and as they walked, the Bible says, They were cleansed from leprosy. But then the Bible says only one came back. But look at the response of Jesus when the one came back. He asked the one, where's the others? It tells me Jesus had an expectation for all ten to come back. And Jesus said to the one, because you came back. Not only are you going to be cleansed of leprosy, you are going to be made whole. Maybe you don't understand. Let me break it down for you. Leprosy is the type of sickness you might lose a limb. You might lose a finger. All 
ten were cleansed from leprosy, but only one experienced restoration. Uh, this is not for everybody. This is just for a few of you tonight. That everything you've lost as a result of COVID-19, tonight God is making you whole. God is restoring everything. You're not leaving here with the evidence of COVID-19 left in your business, in your marriage, in your house, or in your family. No. When you leave here tonight, you're leaving whole. You're leaving with nothing missing, nothing broken, complete restoration. And in naam van die kan jy die restauratie praise gee? Come and give him praise like you know everything has been restored. He's, uh, he's restoring you. He's, uh, don't, don't be amazed if your neighbor rocks up next week here with another car. Don't... Don't be amazed if the person sitting next to you rocks up here next week with a new business. In one week, God can register your business, give you a bank account, give you accountant, give you employees, give you a contract, and give you a mega salary. My last example, then the worship team can come. My last example comes out of the book of Acts chapter number 16 from a verse 16 to a verse 40. The Bible says there was a woman... There had a different kind of spirit on her, an evil spirit, a varsers gees. And this woman was following the man of God. And she was saying, these are the men of God. They came in the name of God. And what happened was the following, that Paul, Paul turned around and he rebuked an evil spirit out of this lady. And the Bible says that her master was very upset because... He used to profit from her. And the Bible says that Paul and Silas were beaten. And after they were beaten, they were thrown in prison. But not any type of prison. It's the prison beneath the prison. They call it the dungeon. And so after they were beaten, after they were thrown in the dungeon, the Bible says their hands were tied. Their feet were tied. But what the enemy didn't do is he didn't close their mouths. Uh, <laughs> ah, you see what I'm talking about? Uh, the enemy thought I had them. Uh, they couldn't use their hands. They couldn't use their feet, but they were in the dungeon. Uh, but they had a praise. Uh, and the Bible says at midnight, uh, what is midnight? Midnight is the end of one thing uh, and the beginning of another. Midnight is a new thing. Uh, you see tonight at one second past 12, it is already Monday but it looks still like Sunday but perseverance will tell you it is Monday because the sun will eventually come out since the service started many of you already stepped in your new season you've already stepped in your blessing it might look like it hasn't happened yet but it has happened I declare by the authority of the name of Jesus and the power of his name that tonight is the expiry data of everything negative in your life, uh, the expiry date uh, of everything evil. Ek wat klaar vanaand as die verval datum van skuld, van pain, van leiding, van siekte, gee hom a expiry date brah!